1: This is Community Update on Sports Radio 960 AM, WSBT.
2: Good morning, I'm John Hoffman. One month from now, a vote could reshape the entire structure of South Bend community schools. District leaders are speaking out on a proposed plan to close a couple of schools and repurpose others.
3: South Bend school leaders say that while they are excited about some of the changes, like investments into Washington and the Career Center, They are empathetic to those that are not as thrilled including those at Clay High School which a consulting firm recommends be closed to combat declining enrollment. Since 2005 high school enrollment has dropped by over 1,800 students impacting the operating budget and now the future for many families in the district. A consulting firm recommending that Clay High School and Warren Elementary School be closed ahead of the 2024 2025 school year
4: continuing spending money on buildings that need a great deal of renovation and resources I don't believe is a good use of our funds and I believe we would be better to invest those into teachers and classrooms and programs that work really well for our students.
3: The recommendations go beyond those closures, with the potential for other facilities being shuttered and moving towards aligned feeder patterns and regional choices for K-8s. through We will continually review
5: this master facilities plan because, I mean, as we all know, things are changing every other year, and so we have to get in a position where we can focus on our students, remain on the offense.
3: On April 17th, the board will decide if they will accept the plan laid out by the firm. From there, specific items concerning each school will be voted on, and not everything at once.
4: It's a living document that will work out over the next few years. Um, So they'll accept the plan. There will be specific recommendations and action items that the board will be asked to do on the 17th. This plan is a plan, and then obviously it would require board action on the items, and each item affects every other item.
3: The changes go beyond families in the potentially impacted schools and could be wide-reaching.
4: We would do everything we could to ensure a smooth transition even though it's difficult, change is hard, Uh, we're empathetic to that. We would do everything we could to work with teachers, students, and their families.
3: The corporation will hold two listening sessions for the community in the coming weeks and one listening session for students. District leaders also told WSBT that they will put out a survey so you can let your voice be heard.
2: WSBT 22's Juliana Ferfari reporting. The South Bend Common Council hosted an open forum last week for the position of director of the Community Police Review Board Office and will forward three recommended names for the position to the mayor soon.
5: The council members repeatedly mentioned candidates Stephanie Ball and Charles King. They of the four already have ties to the community, but the other two candidates have a background in law enforcement. The next Community Police Review Board director will not only be tasked with reviewing complaints against officers, but also being a liaison for the community. Some council members argued having law enforcement experience would benefit the director, having a pre-existing knowledge with legal policies. Others thought that might prevent people from believing the role's independence from police. There needs to be uh, respect
3: by
4: the police department for the community that we serve.
3: And there needs to be respect for, for the, and trust from the community uh, to the police department.
5: The four remaining candidates, Stephanie Ball, Charles King, Julius Rhodes, and Matthew Toblian, introduced themselves and answered a variety of questions Monday night. Council members lauded Ball's knowledge of policy.
6: Her responses were very um, well-informed and well-structured in-
5: the review board doesn't have the power to discipline officers. That's the role of the Board of Public Safety. Common Council Attorney Bob Palmer says it's intended to encourage more city transparency and reduce fears of reporting misconduct. South Bend's FOP says internal affairs already has a process.
2: You know, we do have a transparency
4: hub. Uh, we also have an IA complaint process that we have really made a whole lot easier. You can go to all the fire stations, all libraries. You can do it online by phone, email. You can be
5: anonymous. Morgan asked what more does the community want when body camera footage is often released to the public. Council member Lee says people want a chance to feel like they can be part of an organic process not tied to a formal system. This
3: is not a, a witch hunt.
5: By next Monday, the council is supposed to pass a resolution with the three names for the mayor. Once a director is appointed, the council will be taking applications to create the review board itself.
2: WSBT 22's Paige Barnes reporting. A South Bend Walmart store is closing for not meeting financial expectations. There has been a lot of buzz over how the Portage Avenue store closing could impact nearby businesses.
7: There's only two big box stores in this area and it's Meyer and Walmart. So with one of those leaving, some people are worried of what's gonna to happen to residents, surrounding businesses, as
1: well as the property itself. It kills two birds with one stone and stuff by just doing their laundry and shopping at the same time, get it all done.
7: Dropping off the laundry and running errands is common at Council Oak Laundry and Cleaners. Donna Villanueva <laughs> says people tend to prefer either Walmart or Meijer since it's a few minutes away. And people who prefer the former might bring their clothes to somewhere closer to the grocery giant of their choice. They don't like Meijer's. They have to travel all the way to the other side of town. And, you know, some people just don't have that access to do that. Pedro's Family Restaurant also nearby the Walmart. And if they run out of a menu item, the Portage Road Walmart not being there could mean a farther drive or an unavailable menu
8: item when they're serving customers. Sometimes, like, cilantro or, like, for the tacos and stuff, yeah, it does run out sometimes. Somebody just go either there or Meijer, depending, because they're both close, so sometimes they don't have it at that store, so we have to go
7: to the other one. The South Bend Redevelopment Commission says the closure came as a surprise and will leave a void in the availability of groceries, goods, and employment for the community. Quote, the City and Redevelopment Commission continue to be concerned about food availability within our city And RDC is optimistic that TIF resources can provide assistance to those in our community, providing food to our neighbors, particularly those in this northwest and west areas. Walmart owns the property, and Jeff Ray with South Bend Regional Chamber believes it'll be maintained. But who could move in is very up in the air.
4: You know, I'd be hard-pressed to identify a retailer that's not in our market right now, Um, that would have their eye on this and and so that that'll be concerning as we as we think about what what goes forward.
2: WSBT 22's Erica Finke reports the Portage Road Walmart is set to close April 21st. Walmart says employees will be eligible for transfer to other Walmarts in the area. A plan to overhaul public transportation in our area got a hearing last week. Transpo is considering a 10-year plan to change and improve bus routes.
6: There are two parts of the plan, one with no additional funding required, and the second with a major price tag. It's that additional $9.4 million that is raising the eyebrows of at least one business leader.
1: And it's really this question to the area of what type of transit system do we want and what type of transit system do we want to invest in.
6: That was the question transportation leaders asked you.
1: Is shaped out of all of that public engagement um, because without hearing from folks on what they wanted, um, we're not going to deliver new service that no one wants, right?
6: The first part of the plan can be implemented quickly as it requires no additional funding. It includes having one bus that runs from Elkhart to South Bend. The second part would require $9.4 million to
1: implement fully. What would 80% more service from what we have today look like and where would we put that? What would we do with it?
6: The dream list would add bus services on Sunday plus increase the frequency of routes.
1: If we had about an extra $2.8 million in operating funds, we would be able to run 5 routes every 15 minutes.
6: The money is what stands out to Jeff Frey, president of the South Bend Regional Chamber.
4: Look at the current budget, you know, this almost doubles uh, you know, what they have going currently.
6: He says they have not seen a need for increased public transportation from the business community.
4: My guess is less than 3% of all workers Um, Use it for uh, for transportation to or from work. So it's a pretty small um, Small percentage there would more use it if we had a lot more routes I I don't know that um, right now
6: the Michiana area council of government says they don't expect to get that full 9.4 million dollars all at once
1: But we realize that that's supposed to be a plan over the next 10 years, right? And so if that's the case What could we do? tomorrow or over the next year that would start to chip at that list or order off that menu.
6: MACOG will vote on the plan next month and then it will be up to Transpo leaders to decide on the timeline to implement it. Of course, any additional funding will first have to be approved by city leaders.
2: WSBT 22's Delaney Clark reporting. St. Joseph County has a new health officer, but only for four months.
8: Despite an argument among county officials that the county couldn't bring on an interim officer, it's hired someone who says he can only stay for four months out of a four-year contract. Some say it's been a frustrating process that isn't over yet. Dr. Joseph Serban will be the next St. Joseph County Health Officer. The county's Board of Health first voted for Serban last week, but that decision wasn't unanimous, as Health Board member Heidi Bidinger opposed the decision. She says it's not because she doesn't feel Serban is a good fit for the role, but because the board was thought to be voting on an interim officer. She says the board found out the day of it was a vote for a permanent role due to state law. Despite Serban saying he is only available for 4 months of a 4-year contract, the Board of Health approved him. The decision then moved on to the county council, which faced a similar decision, but eventually passed the bill appointing him too. County commissioners passed the bill unanimously. He's saying that he wants to work part-time and it's four months. I mean, technically, that's the definition of an interim health officer. I mean, let's get real. We now need to do our due diligence and identify a health officer during these next four months. There are still questions as to how this contract will work if Serban is only staying a short time. County officials say the process will start over in four months, and they hope to find someone willing to fill the role long term.
1: Well, I think you heard uh, the people in the audience and the folks who spoke uh, urging the health board to begin the process to make sure that at the end of the four-month period, uh, we have well in advance identified as permanent uh, successor to Dr. Sermon and uh, move on.
2: WSBT 22's and Lurie reporting. Many in St. Joseph County are voicing opposition to a proposed highway garage in Granger alongside a new park. The Anderson Road property was discussed at the park's board meeting Tuesday.
7: It's nearly 115 acres of land could be home to a county highway garage and a park. The park would take up most of the property, but it's the garage that's been the biggest sticking point for people living in this area. Driving down Anderson Road, you'll see multiple petition signs for a highway garage and park that would sit just down the road from many Granger homes. Dozens of people sharing their concerns at the parks board meeting, mostly bothered by the
8: garage. We, along with 600 other neighbors and who signed petitions, we're okay with the park. We're just not okay with the garage that comes as part of the package deal. Right?
1: Right.
7: Right. Many worrying about groundwater and environmental impact, and others exposing poor conditions at different maintenance garages in the area.
0: I was on that property just before it was closed to the county highway, and then turned over to the sheriff's department. It was a dump.
3: But the county, is
5: talking about putting a facility in an area that is wooded with wildlife that they will displace
7: and the trees according to the agreement the maintenance garage would take approximately seven acres of the property it's already been signed by the county commissioners but the parks board president larry katanzarite wasn't ready to make it official
4: it's a groundswell of opposition this maintenance barn, and we hear them, um, and, you know, we have to take that into account.
7: right; has never seen so many people at a parks board meeting, and he and other board members want to make sure all questions are answered before action is taken.
2: Because even if it does not happen at Anderson Road, which we certainly know the feelings, uh, it's going to happen somewhere, somehow, because they have to be able to maintain
0: the roads.
7: Catanzarite says the Parks Board will not vote until there's a town hall meeting scheduled with the county commissioners and the county council in the near future.
2: WSBT 22's Erica Finke reporting.
1: Views and opinions expressed are those of the individual speaking and do not necessarily reflect the views of WSBT Radio, its staff, or management. Join us next week for a community update on Sports Radio
0: 960 AM. WSBT.